0: Need a quick hit of Marketing Smarts inspiration? Here it is. We have lifted portions of our Marketing Smarts episodes for those of you who need a quick jolt of marketing savviness right now. Refer to the description for how
1: to find a longer form version. And with that, here it is. The agency should focus on problem solving, not process following. And I'm sure that for those of you that know me well, you're like, wait a minute, April is saying no to process. Well, that's not exactly what I'm saying here. But my point here is that there were years in my career, and I'm sure Scott will have some things to say about this, where the agency was really the king. And therefore, they felt like they were the ones that could really instill their process. And I can't tell you how many meetings we went into and just put the hammer down. And we're like, Mm -hmm. we know better than you. We know the best. This is our process. Take it or leave it. This is what you're dealing with. And I honestly and truly believe this was the downfall of a lot of agencies that stuck to their ego and really thought that this was going to be the way of the future and now looks back or is gone, quite frankly, yeah. thinking, um, OK, well, that maybe that wasn't such a good way to look at things. And I think the ones that are really successful are the ones that lean more into this problem solving. And so to the point made in the intro around... Okay, there's, you know, an agency that may focus specifically on websites alone. That's not what we're talking about here. The agencies that have stayed afloat are the ones that really can think big picture about every business they're on. But also what might be coming in the future and what they need to stay up with. And so we talk a lot about working in and on your business at the same time and how hard that is. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what we're talking about here. It's like, okay, we're satisfying these clients. We're doing what they need us to do, but with an eye to what might be coming, what types of new clients, what their needs might turn into, and how overall the landscape of consumerism is going to change so that we can stay up to date with trends and things that are coming down the pike in a much better way. Way than some of our competition, quite frankly, so that we can be relevant.
2: Yeah, I, I think there's a there's an interesting um, uh, kind of life cycle here as well. So and kind of before we all talked about process and we thought process was the way to both win and do the business, mm-hmm. um, there was magic, right? Mm-hmm. And you know agencies used to do something our clients couldn't do. And they didn't know how to do it. They didn't have the talent. Um, only agencies had designers only agencies mm-hmm. had Macs, only agencies had Illustrator, only agencies had art departments, production houses, whatever, whatever part of the industry you're in. Then as the in-house creative team, the in-house agency, the democratization of design and design software and application kind of rolled out, the agencies had to lean into the process. Like, okay, you've got somebody, and okay, you've got a couple computers, and okay, you've got now a head of design, and you've got – so you've got some of the same tools – well, uh, if you don't believe in our magic anymore because you bought it, now you have to lean in our process. And we mm-hmm. do it all day. You don't do it all day. We do it all day. It's all we do. So we all leaned into process as our way to keep the business. And our process is different than the other guy's process. And the team down the street process is different from that was really kind of how we thought we could win business. Reality was we all had the same stuff. Yep. We all had mm-hmm. the same process. We all had the same pictures in our portfolio, the same dots on a map, right? Um. Now, I think where we are is very much what we talked about is that it's, it's more open, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. more about, okay, we all have some magic. We all have some process. We all have some talent. And we all have some tools. Let's do it together. You get to know our business and we'll get to know yours. Yeah. Like our, when we have a client that understands our business, weirdly, how we make our money, they're a better client because they understand kind of where we're, where the friction points are. And mm-hmm. if we understand their business... And how they're trying to market and sell and grow and promote, we do better too. Right. So it's not about mine's different than yours or I have something you don't. It's about kind of we're all in it, in it together.
1: Yeah. We often talk about the fact that, you know, we are the ones that bring kind of that. And I'm, I think I'm even preempting a, a different point here, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, we're the ones that know more about different types of business versus our clients being the experts in their business. And so I think the problem solving piece of this point is really about what you just said. It's really getting in and learning what they do and respecting what they do, but then them respecting us back to say, okay, I understand what you're bringing to the table. Because I think for a while, what did really happen there was there was so much contention, right? Because the clients had things that we had. And we were like, you're nowhere near as good as we are. Right. Yeah. And there was like kind yeah. of that like natural tension, tendency for egos to really flare. But that unsure footing, which I think is really the important point of what you brought up. It's like things have to evolve the way they evolve sometimes is messy. And so we're looking for the next thing to kind of solve that path
2: for us. Yeah. and And messy used to be such a bad word. Yeah. Right. And messy was you didn't know what you're doing or you're inefficient or you're wasting time or you never you don't have any good ideas. Yeah. Messy is great because messy means we're kind of we're kind of all in it together. Yep, In in a lot of ways.
0: I was going to give some perspective from the client. I side. knew this was going to ah, happen. Right. So a little bit of balancing the power. We have a proctoid in the, proc room, right in in the room. room. I know. But, you know, <laughs> but I, I love what you said, because that was always the approach I always wanted to take with my agency, was the more collaborative uh, effort with regards to bringing the collective Creativity, the collective expertise to the table, it never seems to work that way in execution, though. Yeah. So my 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 question is is like how or what what advice would you have for people who are still struggling with that? Because I can say I'm only I'm three years out of P and G, but I am guaranteeing you it's not any different than when I left, which is still the expectation of you brief the agency, you give them everything that you could possibly give, the agency comes back with work, you. S- like just basically throw up all over the work because it's not what you expected to see. You send them back again. They come back again. You're like, still not what I want. And then after five iterations, they basically just get you, give you what you like wanted at the initial, but you never were going to be that prescriptive because you wanted the agency to be quote unquote creative. So (laughs) any suggestions for how to get through that dynamic of that back and forth that can break through all of that noise? Messiness in a bad
2: way. Well, yeah, there's (laughs) definitely bad messy, right? Because there's there's good messy that... You know, it's the, it's the pile of ideas and there's that one glimmering idea, right? Oh, that pile, that messy pile is great because at the top of that is what we were all looking for. Mm-hmm. The other one is like I have gone through this messy pile over and over again yeah. and you're not getting me what I need. And that's, that's bad messy. Um, there's a part of that, uh, that journey, that process that I think has to be there because it's, it's, it's why we're in this dance together. Right. It's why client and agency are working together um, because they have clients have outsourced the need for ideas or a solution or even an execution.
0: That's what it feels like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that's the transaction. Right. At the this is a business transaction like it's Great. If clients become friends and we all go out for peace and beer, But there's a there's a business transaction that that is underlying all of this. Right. And those. Those rounds of briefings and work that hopefully the the funnel narrows as opposed to continues to get wider, that's the basis kind of of the transaction of the engagement. The frustration comes when, um, much like in any relationship, you don't feel like you're being listened to, right? Mm-hmm. Or on the other end, I don't feel like you're explaining it to me in a way that I'm able to understand it. Um, that, that round and round – must be there in my mind because it's what we do, agency and client. The way that that round and round is structured and the tools we use to move it forward and get off of the merry-go-round, I think is the big difference in both the relationship and the work. Hmm. And if you have to say the same thing twice, you're not saying it right or we're not understanding it right. And it's really a communications and a relationship challenge. It's not, that's a problem of the brief, not of the work. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying you wrote a bad brief, client. We might not understand the brief as the agency. The brief might be spot on, and we don't understand it. So I think what really helps is having um, clients and agencies in those dialogues that have the ability to see the flags and raise those flags and say, Mm -hmm. this feels like feedback we've heard before. Mm -hmm. So there's something here. Like. You shouldn't have to say the same thing twice because we shouldn't have to retread the same idea more than once. If it doesn't hit the objectives, it doesn't reach the brief, it doesn't test well. If, my God, we're already that far down. Um, we need to, to work on it better. And if and if we are saying of these options, nothing here works, well, our kind of consideration set of options is off. And we need to come back with a different set, but we need to say, what is that set? The, the scariest thing um, – for us is I'll know it when I see it.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> we used to call that. Oh, go get a rock. Oh no, not that rock. A different yeah, rock, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
2: exactly. Yeah, right.
0: Right. right. Yeah.
2: So, and all of this boils down to how do we avoid I know it when I'll see it, mm-hmm. right? And and because that is I don't really know what I want. I don't really know what you want, and we're just gonna spin the wheel and just hope it lands there. And that's that's there's that's no way to have relationship, agency and client. It's no way for you to spend your money. It's no way for Mm -hmm. us to ever make any money. And we sure won't win in the end at the shelf or in the marketplace with that.
1: Well, and I think you said a few things that are really important and really go to this point about being problem solvers. One is being brave enough to speak up when those things are happening, right? Yeah, We've talked on the show a lot about Midwestern nice, but even if you're not in the Midwest, it's like you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or you don't want to be too harsh or you don't want to say, I hate it. When really sometimes if you just said that on either side, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that would be the thing to do. But also with that, I think it's asking the right questions about why we're doing what we're doing in a lot of cases because I think sometimes especially when you have more of those transactional type relationships or you've done this dance a million times or whatever sometimes you get the brief and it's like okay we've done this before we know how to do this Mm -hmm. we're going to deliver this this and this and then you just go yeah instead of taking a look to say Time out. I'm not really sure why this is what you're asking for, client, or client saying, time out, agency. I don't know why this is what you got to. I must not have explained this well. I think you just keep going with those iterations, thinking that something is going to solve it when it's just digging a bigger hole and then everyone forgets what we were doing in the first place.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you, there has to be a sense of um, you can't be too proud in it. Yes. Right? Because yes. We've, had a, we've had situations where, on both sides where this isn't what I asked for. But I can't tell them that because I might have asked for the wrong thing and it makes me look like a bad client. Mm, or yeah. like, you know, the, you, you make the presentation. Oh, we'll get you feedback tomorrow. And as the account guy, you call them for your feedback session. You're so excited to hear how happy they were. And they're like, that's completely wrong. And, you know, you're just like, oh, I don't want to upset you, client. I'm just going to say, yeah, that's all our fault. We're going to redo it for you. We'll do a whole nother round because I just don't want to, like, admit we're wrong or I didn't understand it or I strategy yeah. t- or – I didn't have a strategist. I did it myself last night. Like whatever it is, right? You don't like the whole idea of like it's okay to be wrong, right? This is this is such an inexact an science, and it's right. It's very messy, and messy is okay. So you have to be brave enough to say this isn't what I wanted. There's something wrong here. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's a. Maybe we were just all off. Um, but let's try to figure out what it is. Mm. And that and that's hard to do because you don't. We're just everybody's trying to hang on to the clients, to the business, to the revenue. That any time that you want to stand up and rock the boat, it's hard to do. Mm -hmm. But you have to do it if if you want to have a healthy business and if you want to have good work, which will get you more of a healthy business.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think long term, too, it's going to keep that client going instead of just getting that project, like you said, being afraid to hold on. But the last thing you want is to come out and be like, well, we're not going to continue that relationship.
2: Yeah, those 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 tough conversations with clients around work or around process around budget—they're rough and we dread them, especially those of us on the side of the business that just try to make everybody happy. <laughs> you know, you know, like, that's me. That's my whole like, ethos. Uh, but they pay off in the end, yeah. right? And they're happier in the end. And it's like, all right, like I'll, I'll, we're all going to be unhappy today but it's going to pale in comparison to unhappy we'd be at the end if we let this thing completely go south.
1: Still need help in growing your marketing smarts? Contact us through our website forthright-people.com. We can help you become a savvier marketer through coaching or training you and your team or doing the work on your behalf. Please also help us grow the podcast by rating and reviewing on your player of choice and sharing with at least one person. Now, go show off your marketing smarts.